Hello, my friends. This is Reflections on the Synchronized Universe podcast. I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Wonderful day indeed. It's been about a week and a half since I recorded anything. Been struggling at home, been struggling with the depression, been struggling with work, you know, the sleep, lack of there, or lack thereof, I should say. See, I can't even talk. <laughs> um, it's 4.12 in the morning. Yeah, I find I do my best work first thing in the morning. And uh, I don't know. I suppose I could start doing it at night. But it's easier to do it in the morning because I have kids at home and they tend to take up the majority of my time and are loud all the time. It's hard to get them quiet, you know what I mean? I wanted to talk about um, who we are as a people and what we're really doing here on this planet. Because that's a question that not nearly enough people ask. We tend to just go along with what, you know, either our church people tell us or our leaders or whatever, our scientists. But at the end of the day, it's a question we've never really been able to answer. And, you know, what happens after death is something that's been exploited since the beginning of time. What do I mean by exploited? I mean that the fear of death is built into us, you know, built into a conscious being. So we automatically have this fear that, you know, like one day our life is going to end. And what happens when you're afraid is that inevitably somebody will come on and exploit that fear. And what do I mean by exploit again? So let's take the church for an example. You know, everybody, lots and lots of people started having this fear. And what does the church do? They come along and they give an answer to this fear. Well, hey, if you come to me, and uh, give me this much money per month, etc. You know, make sure you go to church faithfully every single day. You know, at the end of the day, you'll go to heaven and you won't go to hell and burn for eternity. And they use the whole burn for eternity thing as a, a selling point, right? You know, you're going to come to this person for, you know, healing. You're going to come to this person and give them 10% of your income. So that way, you know, you can automatically get into heaven. Or say a simple prayer and nothing you do from then on can get you, uh, you know, can <laughs> make you not go to heaven. And granted, I'm a, you know, believer in God myself, 100%. But at the same time, I am not a believer in dogma. Dogma is where the problem lies. And, you know, <laughs> believe it or whatever you want. You know, if it gives you strength, by all means, you know, do the, do the thing. Go to church, do what you want to do. But the thing that I found from a young age when I was going to church is that ultimately church is a place where a lot of people judge other people and it sucks. Like you can't just go to church. You have to, you know, judge every single person that doesn't go to church or judge freaking the world around you or tell somebody they're going to go to hell because they don't believe what you believe. You know what I mean? And from a young age, I knew that that was wrong. It's not the, it's not the correct thing to judge anybody for what, you know, they believe or don't believe. At the end of the day, there is so many different versions of each religion. Each religion even has its own like sub little levels of it, right? You know, you got like million different versions of Christianity. You know, all all kinds of stuff. And every single one of them will tell you that their version is right and that the other people are all wrong. I see it all day long on the internet, all day long. I'll see people going, oh, you must be a Protestant. Oh, you must be this. And you don't realize that all of you sound the same. It's just like the difference between Democrats and Republicans, you know. 
Like, then people cry online all day, every single day, and don't realize that they sound exactly the same and are being manipulated by the exact same people. Like, we as a people, you know, if we're not kept divided, we could come together and turn this world upside down. Maybe the poor wouldn't be controlled anymore. But we're controlled through things like religion and politics and every other thing you every other divisive thing you can think of we're being controlled by and you know once you start to realize that you can become free and start talking like this and be like hey yep you guys are being manipulated and then no one will listen to you and they'll call you crazy conspiracy theorists but in any case the whole conspiracy thing i'm a you know definitely a conspiracy guy I used to not be a conspiracy guy but the uh, amount of conspiracy quote-unquote theories that have been proven to be true is something you cannot overlook. There's definitely things going on in our world that are not correct and haven't been correct. And it does bring a sense of freedom, but the amount of people that have to start believing in this has to go up. The amount of people that say no to the divisive tactics has to go up. You know, the amount of people that are like, hey, I love you. I understand you. You know, you don't have to freaking absolutely love every single human being in the world. But what you should try to do is respect everybody as a human and respect everybody's right to be a human. Like, the things that we all care about don't freaking matter, man. The divisive tactics used in our world, you know, don't matter. That we're being exploited on a daily basis for monetary gain, just like the people doing since the beginning of time have done in the churches. Like, I know people who barely make any money, but will still go to church and give them, you know, 10% of their income. For what? There is nothing in the Bible that says you need to pay 10% of your income to anyone. Like, no one. If anything, that is a satanic thing. To force people who are broke all the time to pay 10% of their income for, for what? For these mega churches so the pastor can drive a, uh, or the preacher can drive Mercedes-Benz and fly in private jets. And, I mean, don't even get me started on the, you know, the televangelist people. If you can look at some of these televangelists, I can't remember the dude's name, but... They did an interview with him, and he's flying a private jet, which he bought through money given to him by the church, and these people don't have to report their income or pay taxes on it. You can look at this dude, look at what he's talking about, and tell me that this man is not evil, then you are blind. Just because somebody is spouting off quotes from the Bible with a passionate tone doesn't make them a good person. That's the thing that people don't need to understand. The wolves, you know, these are wolves in sheep's clothing. If you are dry, you are preaching the word of God and you are actually understanding the Bible, you would not be needing to drive a private jet. You know, one of his things was that he says, I mean, fly in a private jet, don't judge me. One of the things he says is that if Jesus was here today, do you think he'd ride a donkey? I think that he probably would. I think that he would not you know, be flying around in a freaking private jet that was paid for by, you know, people who are looking for an answer. That is what these people are doing is that they're charging you for looking for an answer to life. And it's wrong. 
You got freaking uh, Joel Osteen is another example. Like there's pictures of him driving in a Lamborghini. These people, a man of God, a man that truly understands the unity of all things and the service to others aspect of the Bible, would not need to be driving a Lamborghini. Now, people can argue all they want, that people can do whatever they want with their money, and that's fine. But you're blind. Because how much of that $300,000 car could have gone to actually doing some good in the world? If you truly understand the words and the service to others nature of the Bible, not all the nonsense, not all the dogma, what Jesus truly taught was to be of service to others. Help others, teach others, show others through your actions, not through your words. Your words don't mean anything unless you back them up with actions. It doesn't mean anything if I get up on a pulpit and you know, spout out, you know, passionate words of God, if I'm going to go home and do the opposite of what I'm saying. The idea of going and praying and accept Jesus as your Savior and stuff like that, it doesn't mean you go home the next day and you get to do whatever you want and still go to heaven. That is manipulation. Okay, my friends, it was never meant to be, hey, I got this get out of jail free card because I accepted Jesus. Does that sound correct to you? It sounds correct because you want it to be correct. And it's not. Okay. It's not. I've read the Bible. I've read the Quran. I've read the Bhagavad Gita. I've read all kinds of different religious texts. I've read the book of Enoch. And let me tell you that God exists in all of these religions. And it's the same God, just a different you know, um, interpretation. The sooner you realize that, the sooner you stop judging everybody for what they believe and realize we're all worshiping a higher power, a higher being. We all feel this connection. This God connection can be felt no matter what you believe. It doesn't matter if you believe in anything. You can still get this God connection. You can still see the magic of the world all around you just by keeping your eyes open and keeping your mind open. That's what people, you know, need to know. Um... <clears throat> the world is a magical place if you would just believe in magic. You know, I've dealt with too many coincidences in my life and too many magical quote-unquote happenings to not believe <laughs> that there is a divine nature to this reality. That's why I called my podcast Synchronized Universe because I believe that this universe is very much so synchronized. There is something divine about it. Just be, you know, like the idea that you can encounter things that you were just thinking of. Man, I was just thinking about this, and here it is. That is divine. It's not random. It's not, we're not living in a lifeless universe that, you know, is chaotic in nature. It is chaotic in nature, but it is not lifeless. This universe is magical. There's a lot going on here. But I need uh, people to understand that you don't need... I see so many people judging everyone based on what they believe and based on, you know, who they believe in. And that's wrong. As a society, we need to come together as one. And in order to do that, we have to stop letting others divide us through religion, through politics, through all that nastiness. Politics really are the devil. And if you find yourself out here... <laughs> talking about how all Republicans are evil or all Democrats are evil. You have been manipulated. 
if you talk about how anybody who's a if you're a Christian and anybody who's a Muslim or anybody who's a Catholic, they're all evil. Like you have been manipulated. If someone is telling you that an entire group of people is evil, those people are manipulating you. Plain and simple. As a society, if we came together and we're like, nope, everything would stop. That's like what's really going on in France. The people are coming together. Imagine if the people all around the world stood up and stopped being controlled. It started pretty much with the church. The church was controlling the way mankind was. If you actually get into the Sumerian tales and the you know and compare and contrast them with the biblical tales of like the Tower of Babel, at one point in time, the people tried to come together and be like the gods, the people that really created this, the Anunnaki, the whatever you want to call them, the Nephilim. This was real stories. The Bible just condensed them. What we are dealing with is an advanced beings from a different planet. And that's the, if you look at the Bible from that perspective, it'll change your life. But believe me, these same groups have been controlling us since the dawn of time. And they do it through division while they reap, you know, the benefits of, of us mining the resources for them and making all the money and keeping us under a tight web of control. That's why all the free thinkers get up and tell you that we are being manipulated. Because something isn't right. Those of us who are actually paying attention know that something isn't right in this world. And anyway, I'm about out of time, my friends. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Thursday morning. I hope many blessings for the rest of you, for everybody listening. This is Reflections, also known as the Synchronized Universe Podcast. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Goodbye.